Welcome to the Creating Love Together podcast. We are your host, Tim and Jamie Holloway. And we come at you twice a week, giving you the lowdown on everything. Everything. That sounded juicy. It did. <laughs> All right. Welcome back to the Creating Love Together podcast. Ooh, honey. Yeah. What are you doing to me? Baby. When I put on my deep voice, I know it turns you on. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> we may have to just hit pause and be right back. All right. We'll be right back, guys. <laughs> so, I don't know what I'm going to say. You don't? I don't. Do you? No, I don't. What are you going to say? So, I, <clears throat> I had a thought and then once again, it left me. <laughs> it happens a lot. I hate that. All right. So, uh, I'd say it's the... You know, like getting older, but I've always had that problem. Oh, yeah. So, wing it then. Wing it then. All right. Um, actually, I had, I did have a thought. So, in the last episode, we were talking and we talked not a lot, but a little bit, but a little bit more than a little bit about God and um, God wanting you to be happy and not miserable and all that. And I kind of thought we've never really talked about God before on our podcast. Or even anything really spiritual. I guess I I thought maybe we should give a little bit of background, what we're doing, and how it's affected us. Yeah. So every morning, we um we sit down with our cup of coffee at the kitchen table, and we read the Bible together. At first, I was actually the one that initiated this. You. Always read your Bible like every single night, but you don't just read it like you study it. You come across a word and you're like, okay, well, let's explore this word. Yeah. What does this actually mean? And you go back to like translations and you really dig deep. And it was really cool watching. You know, I grew up Mormon. I've never been to any other church, never even really studied any other religion or anything. I've never really like I've... Like in church, like I've, you know, there's been classes and a lot of study on the Bible, but it was just very surface level. Um, I've never read the Bible. I just kind of like I was watching you do this and I was like, for a little bit, I tried doing it on my own, but it was too weird and it was hard to understand. And I gave up very quickly. One day I finally brought it up to you and I was like, okay, I know this sounds really weird, but... I kind of want to read the Bible with you, but that that sounds stupid, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but you were like, yeah, cool. Let's totally do that. Yeah, yeah. And it was a little bit awkward for me at first. Not doing it with you, but just the fact that I was doing it. Yeah. Because, you know, growing up, I always was told that in order to be spiritual, you have to go to church. Uh-huh. And that was very ingrained in me. And it's been, I don't even know how many years. We've been together almost six. Yeah. And it was probably two years before that. So eight years maybe since I've been to church. And I still struggled with the thought of having any sort of a relationship with God and not going to church. Yeah. In order to have a relationship with him, you have to go to church, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's kind of funny because, um, you know, studying... Uh, I won't go too much on the intellectual part, but uh, studying the um, the origins of church and the early believers, like if you said go to church, they'd, they'd 
like turn their head sideways and kind of look at you like there wouldn't be an understanding of going to church. Yeah. There would be an understanding that we are the church, um, but there wouldn't be go to church because there wasn't, uh, they didn't have that uh, uh, frame of mind or vernacular, you know? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So we started, we started every single morning. We'd have our cup of coffee and we'd sit together and we'd really study it, you know? I don't know how long it took us. We started with Matthew and I don't know how long it took us to get through it forever, forever, (laughs) but it was because we would read, you know, we'd spend what, five minutes reading maybe. Yeah. But then we'd sit there and talk for 30. And so, I mean, you can see how little we read, but how much conversation it brought. Yeah. And then it was like, we would, you would look up words and we would really go deep. Well, what is this actually saying? And this doesn't make any sense. And, it has it very quickly, probably within just a couple weeks, became my favorite part of the day. Yeah. And since starting this, you know, back when I would go to church, there were moments where I felt spiritual. There were moments when I felt God. Mm-hmm. But it's been nothing like since we've started reading the Bible together and actually studying yeah. it and then implementing it in our lives. There's... there's um. You know, there's this crazy reality of, you know, I remember um, because I was uh, raised in uh, the Nazarene church and went to um, school with the Nazarenes, you know, I heard, I heard the Bible, like, you know, uh, probably even can quote quite a bit of it, but there's something different when you read it and then it becomes alive to you. Yeah. And that is like, there's uh, something that jumps out at you and you expound upon it or you say what it means to you. And then another person, um, you know, gets a, a thought and idea and they explain what it means to them that there seems to be like, I don't know, it's like this energy or, um, what it is, but, um, uh, it's really cool. And it's yeah. not like, um, dry and boring or yeah you know it's like the the words jump out of the page and it becomes very um very living and very active you know inside of your life yeah and it you know for me it explains you know some of the things that uh you might experience like we talked about yesterday like the the origin of temptation and how temptation progresses um and the bible kind of lays that out and then looking at your own experience and then explaining your own uh, difficulties and struggles and seeing how uh, the progression and stuff um, is very enlightening. Yeah. You know, and once you like get a little bit of understanding of, uh, for example, yesterday, how temptation works, then you're, be able, you're better able to like combat it, understand it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's been, it's been really interesting. And I just, I see this difference in my life. Uh-huh. A difference that I've never experienced before. That doesn't mean we're some Bible thumpers, you know. <laughs> uh, not going there. Where's my Bible? I'm gonna stump on it. Right. But like, have you seen a, a difference in our marriage at all since we've uh, started? Or yeah. Well, when we first met, um, you would have like a lot of like. Uh, I don't know if it was anger, but like serious. You you'd be, you'd be serious a lot. I'll just yeah. put it that way. 
you know, and you were kind of um, on defense, your shoulders were kind of broad, you were kind of like guarded. And, and so like over this evolution of process, like, I don't even see you as the same person. Yeah. Um, you know, you're, you're uh, able to uh, not be so serious and it doesn't look like you're carrying the weight of the world on your shoulders. So the, the, we look at you like five years ago and look at you now, you're a totally different person. Yeah. So from that frame of mind, absolutely. Yeah. I imagine I probably am a, a, a pretty different person. You're so too. different. <laughs> it, it is funny. Cause like I look at us and you and me when we met like five and a half years ago, we are so not the same people. Yeah. But back then, like I looked at you with like, holy crap, I'm like, he's so much better than me. Like he's so far beyond where I am. And it's kind of funny to look back and think about that because we're so different and we've changed so much in the last however many years. It kind of shows you where I was back then too. Yeah. If where you were five and a half, six years ago, I thought you were beyond me. Yeah. Um, And now to look where we are now, it's just night and day difference yeah that is uh i think we should talk about that for a second because um it's a i believe a a big problem and that is you know having a uh believing or having a spouse that you think is beyond you yeah like if that um i really feel if that mindset continues that um you know i had it inside of my first marriage where it was like you know, Tim's just like so far, like beyond me or whatever, and had this like, he's like on a totally different level and stuff. I think if that mindset continues, then there would be like a great divide and separation. Um, but I, I don't feel like um, you may have had that feeling, and maybe it was because like insecurity at the beginning and coming out of a relationship. Well, and I, but I don't feel any of that now. No, and I don't feel. Um, you know, far superior, uh, than you in any form of way, even though in maybe a past relationship, I did feel far superior and that kind of led to some nastiness in the relationship. But, uh, yeah, I don't, I, I don't, I don't see or feel any of that. Mm-mm, I don't. Well, and it was coming from the relationship I had had to you night and day. Yeah. I like it's not even comparing apples and oranges. <laughs> um, You were just so far beyond what I had in a spouse that it was, it was a big difference. Um, But no, I don't see you as far beyond me at all. Like I see us side by side. Yeah, exactly. Um, There's places where you excel where I don't, but there's places I excel that you don't. Yeah. So, I mean, we just balance each other out, you know? Well, so what's kind of neat, uh, Uh, about you know having devotions in the morning and stuff you know getting input and seeing how you see things and then you know that automatically triggers some more thoughts into uh to me and then i see things uh, a little bit clearer um than i did previously yeah so i think you know getting uh, spiritually in tuned as a as a couple and uh having something you know i don't know what it is for different people but uh you know, having something where there's like a spiritual connection where there's a feeding off each other. Um, 
Now, what I didn't want to happen is what happened in the past. And that is like taking on the role of a teacher. Like I'm going to teach my wife something. <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah. you know, uh, I felt a slipping into that role just because we got into like a book of the Bible that was um, uh, doctrine related. It was so hard uh, to understand that I felt slipping in that. And then, then, then I withdrew back and it's like, yeah, let's get back to what we were doing because yeah. I didn't want to take that that role as a as a teacher i wanted to experience dialogue and, and truth yeah. together you know it's a big yeah. difference it was a huge difference because we had so much conversation in the book of matthew and then we went to was it john oh john it, like it was talking in circles and i just i i didn't understand what it was saying you understood a lot more than i did I never saw you as a teacher, but I could see why you would feel that way. Cause I was very quiet, quiet. I didn't engage as much as in the, in the conversation. Yeah. It wasn't as enjoyable for me. Yeah. yeah. It was like, okay, we're going to do this. And there was no animosity or anything like that. You definitely probably after three days on the third day or on the fourth day, um, we're sitting down for our coffee and you're like, ah, and you were in a very playful mood that day. You're like, let's just play cards instead. I'm like, Oh, yeah. Okay. I was avoiding something that, that was, um, you know, I felt some, uh, some bad things like creep up, like some bad, I'd call it energy, just some like things that, you know, if you continue on this route, then it's going to change the dynamic of things. Um, yeah. and I think men fall into this cause especially like church men, because they think that they're, you know, the uh, patriarch head of the family and that they're to, you know, their wife is to be submissive to them at all times and stuff. And so they take on this authoritarian role. Um, and I think that's where the bad energy comes from between the relationships too. Well, I'm sure it was past experience that was creeping up as well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it just, it wasn't enjoyable for me because I didn't understand it. So we went a couple days without reading and I was missing it. Like I really missed it. Um, and you're like, okay, let's go to a different book. So we're doing jo James. James now. Yeah. Um, so different. Energy is completely different. And it's because I understand it. Yeah. I think, uh, well, the key and all of that is I think the practicality. So like. Uh, so somebody not familiar with the Bible, like Matthew and James are like so practical. Um, that's probably why I understand it so much. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I'm very practical. Yeah. Very practicality and, uh, and some good stuff. So anyways, yeah, that's yeah. a, a tidbit out there. If you wanted to, uh, uh, if you're into, uh, Bible reading, you know, uh, Matthew and James are very practical and, and easy for dialogue. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You know, and one of the reasons I wanted to bring up us reading in the morning for a while while we were in James, it was like, you know, we should like do another podcast on top of this one and it'll just kind of be us discussing the Bible and all that. I never even brought it up to you until today. And I thought, you know, I love that part of our morning so much, but I don't want us reading and then to go into a podcast to discuss it. Because is, is it going to take away the reason we're reading and the yeah. purpose behind it? Or are we doing it just to produce a podcast now? Yeah. And I didn't want that. And so I very quickly was like, no, I don't want to do a podcast. Um, 
And then we talked about it today and it's like, well, we're doing this and maybe we can just talk about it on, on our podcast. And, yeah. um, and I explained to you my, my feelings on it. So we will be occasionally, there's not all the time. <laughs> we will occasionally, you know, talk about some of the things we're reading, but we'll always bring it back to marriage and how it, you know, how we can apply it to our marriage and all yeah, that. Yeah. Because that's the ultimate goal is yeah. to have a strong, secure relationship. Yeah. So I think in this whole conversation is, um, is the thing that we talked about a lot. And that's like, uh, becoming unified and, um, you know, in the, the spirituality of this is, you know, the two becoming one and uh, becoming unified is, is the ultimate goal. So to have a unified form of spirituality, um, with your spouse, and this is kind of weird because you were raised Mormon. I was raised, um, probably more, uh, lean towards Pentecostal. Mormons and Pentecostals, they don't mix. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so to, okay, I'm going to wipe my bias clean of this and, and then you, um, and then us coming together and to read and just let whatever, um, whatever it says, speak to us and talk about it. There, there's no divide inside of our spirituality. Now our, our spirituality is unified. So, you know, I think in this conversation is, uh, well, you know, we <laughs> should definitely be unified with your spouse on finances, right? Oh yeah. Um, I unified in life mission, unified in and whatever, and then find uh, some commonality and unified uh, spirituality, even if you're from different sides of the tracks. Yeah, which we are yeah. <laughs> in many ways. <laughs> <laughs> when it was just you reading at night and I wasn't part of that, did you ever feel, I don't know how to, how to, word it but did you ever feel like there was it was like untouchable i'm not gonna go there although we talked about spiritual things uh -huh. quite often but did you ever feel like she's not a part of this part of my life like the bible reading or she doesn't want to be a part of this with me yeah the um the thing that i know about you is that uh you do what you want when you want and how you want <laughs> so you know the thought and idea of um you know being controlling in that area and um yeah it just wasn't something that I, that i wanted to do now looking back it could have been that like non-pressure and that you know whatever that could have, you know, been an influencing factor on, you know, opening that up for us because it wasn't, uh, you know, I didn't come authoritative, like this is the way God wants us to go, <laughs> you know, sort of thing, <laughs> you know, um, I imagine if I, I would have took that approach, um, screw you that <laughs> there would have been a lot of resistance and then, you know, we would have never became unified in, in any form of spirituality so yeah i would have done it with you but it's it would have been kind of like the man wants it he's gonna get it the woman just lays her <laughs> <laughs> so i would have i would have just been you know metaphorically just laying there <laughs> um because you're right so, let's talk about that for a minute because that's funny it is funny yeah. but it's sad too because it's very sad like so 
if like I guess you know you're gonna take the uh, the uh, uh, there's two approaches right uh, sexuality and that is to like uh, make a person hungry <laughs> make a person thirsty right yeah that is like you you take the approach of uh, of wooing getting somebody excited getting them thirsty and and it, it draws them to you and then you know a sexual encounter begins and or the one that you just talked about was a uh, kind of a manipulation person where it's like uh, they get angry and frustrated that you they're not getting sex and so they they put on a mood and 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 that is to manipulate and say yes and you just lay down and and are you done yet like where's the yeah. lube because i'm not even wet like get the yeah. lube like where's the lube <laughs> yeah so these two approaches to to sexuality it's it's an approach to life also um i suppose that i probably uh, subconsciously was just being an, an example and then waiting for you to get thirsty. Yeah. That's what I, th that's what I see instead of saying, uh, by God, we're doing this. Uh, yeah. this is the way we're going. And then like the caveman, like drag your wife by the hair, you know, sort of thing. So that it's an approach to life. Which yeah. approach are you going to, to do? And it's sad that the, the authoritarian dictator men choose this, this other path and then wondering why their life is resisting. <laughs> it's like, I can tell you why your wife is resisting. You're an asshole. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I never felt any pressure from you to do this. Like never. Like we would have very, very deep conversations about, about spirituality and God. Um, and I loved those moments. Like I loved those conversations. But as far as reading the Bible, like never once felt any pressure. You never said, hey, you want to do it with me? I, I There was zero pressure because of my personality. I'm going to do it when I want, how I want, with who I want, and the way I want. Not saying that I won't take other people into consideration or give and take. Like, that's not the case. But this was something I wanted and it was very weird. I mean, I had the thought and the feeling for a while, but I had a hard time even vocalizing it. I just, one day, like, and I'm sure I was kind of stuttering, like, um, um, what, uh, uh, you know, I'm sure I did something like that. Yeah. But after, like, after I got it out and you're like, oh yeah, cool, totally, let's do this. You even took the lead in reading. I didn't read for a long time. Like it was you. Uh -huh. um, and now, you know, we alternate every day. It went over a lot better because it came from me and it was my desire. Yeah. I think it, because it came from me, because you were going to do it regardless. You did yeah. it every single night. You still do it every single night. Yeah. Um, But it was just, it worked out because it came from me and it was my desire. There's a lot to learn from this episode. <laughs> uh, right. So main points is, uh, you know, I think that's piggy piggybacking on our, our last uh, podcast of manipulation. Like there's, there's different ways that you can operate as, as a husband and choosing the, um, you know, becoming unified, becoming one, uh, not forcing, uh, sort of thing, being an example, uh, all these different things, I, I guess is, uh, really important to this conversation and number one like husbands like stop being an asshole <laughs> yeah the same is for wives though too wives can be bitches <laughs> oh bitches. just saying it <laughs> they can yeah they can this be is the bitches. only place 
that you're going to hear Bible, asshole, and bitches in the same, <laughs> uh, in the same conversation. Exactly. <laughs> We're just real. <laughs> we are not fake at all. Uh-huh.